Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome in. Thank you for listening to Pittsburgh Sunday Morning. This is a public affairs program. It sheds uh, the light on the issues and the interests and the concerns of the greater Pittsburgh area. Our guest today is Jim Joyce of the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. I know you've been on the show a couple times, but this is the first time we get to meet face-to-face. Good to see you, Jim. Nice to see you, too, Johnny. It's a a pleasure to be here. All right, so we're going to be talking about uh, your sports memorabilia online auction that is coming up next month, and you have something special special in October, which is a mini golf outing. Not a golf outing, but a mini golf outing. That's right. We, uh, we're we planning some different things this year, and one of our uh, members of our development committee had suggested that uh, we try something a little bit different, and we came up with the idea of the mini golf outing and have gotten some great feedback so far, so I think it's going to be a great time. Well, you're getting great feedback from me. I get invited to, you know, force. I'm not a golfer. I think I can handle miniature golf. Hey, we would love to see you there that day. (laughs) All right. So, uh, and of course, uh, last year you had that that memorabilia auction, which uh, you know we had you on the show and you ran down some of the fabulous things. Uh, do you have? We're, we're going to get into that in a, in a. But do you have some of the similar items that you had from last year? Yeah, yeah. What we did uh, last year, we had a, a great uh, set of online auction items, uh, a lot of sports memorabilia, and one of the things that some of the feedback we got was that uh, although. Uh, you know, they love the idea of having the sports memorabilia auction. Uh, some people didn't collect sports memorabilia. Mm, so they okay. said, hey, you know, we would love to be involved, but that really didn't appeal to us. So this year we actually even expanded uh, what we're offering. And we'll still have that great sports memorabilia, but we'll have a lot of other items, too, that we'll be happy to talk about today. All right. We're going to be talking about that in just a second. But uh, let's start uh, with exactly what, you know, your, your association is the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. So let's let's start with that. Uh, what is myasthenia gravis? So uh, myasthenia gravis is a chronic neuromuscular disease uh, that causes serious weakness of someone's voluntary muscles. So um, this could be uh, something that would impact their ability to breathe, uh, to blink, uh, to swallow, uh, just really uh, potentially impacting uh, things that happen on a daily basis that maybe uh, someone without myasthenia gravis really takes for granted. Uh, so it is a disease that uh, really does not impact anyone based on race or age. It uh, can really impact anyone uh, based on their age, uh, their race, uh, whether they're male or female, uh, but really um, can make it much more difficult for them to live a life where they're not having to worry about uh, those those voluntary muscle movements uh, that, that they have to, that they care for. So what are the visual, vis- visible symptoms? Sure. Uh, so someone uh, may have uh, drooping eyelids. Uh, again, they may have the uh, more difficulty breathing, uh, more difficulty swallowing. Uh, just normal movements uh, of their arms and legs uh, can be very difficult uh, because of myasthenia gravis. And how is it diagnosed? Um, it's very difficult to diagnose. Um, it would be uh, through a number of different tests, blood work, things along those lines. Uh, but it may take many years in some cases to properly diagnose the disease because it is uh, very rare. 
So people might have myasthenia gravis and not know it. For, correct. For a correct. Long, long they time. they may uh, you know have to go through a number of different tests um, to rule out other diseases, uh, and it may take a while for them to diagnose myasthenia gravis properly. And once it's diagnosed, what is the treatment? Um, one of the good things is, or good news is, is that it is a treatable disease. Um, it's not something that is terminal in nature. Uh, so when when we have someone who's newly diagnosed with myasthenia gravis, um, we can manage them uh, through uh, different medications, um, you know, through uh, different exercise and uh, different diet plans potentially. Uh, but really, uh, it is a manageable manageable disease, uh, primarily with through medication. It's manageable, but not curable. Correct. Yeah, right. As of now, uh, there is no cure. Uh, that is something that our organization is also involved with. Uh, many different research studies and, and different things uh, working with national, international organizations uh, who are looking for a cure for the disease. But unfortunately, as of right now, uh, there is not a cure for myasthenia gravis. Is there a diff- different level of symptoms? Um, it, yeah, it really impacts everyone individually. I think, you know, in some of our past shows, we had talked about how it's called the snowflake disease uh, because it truly impacts everyone who has it differently. Uh, no two people really will have the exact same symptoms. Uh, some may have very mild symptoms, uh, can you know lead a, a relatively uh, normal life. Um, one of our uh, board members has myasthenia gravis. He actually is an avid golfer, uh, has done some marathons. So um, you know he really um, has been able to maintain a pretty active lifestyle with it. Uh, other people are very profoundly uh, uh, have profound reactions to the disease. Uh, may have difficulty as I said, walking, uh, moving, breathing, um, swallowing, things along those lines. So it truly does impact everyone differently. Most people will live a a long life uh, with the disease. Again, it's not a a terminal illness by any means, um, but it's just a disease that can impact you in many different ways. Uh, We have some uh, individuals we work with who contracted the disease um, when they were very young, uh, and now they're in their 60s and 70s, so they've lived a a pretty full life uh, with the disease. Uh, They may have ebbs and flows uh, with it where they have some good days, some bad days. Uh, So it, it isn't a disease necessarily that will limit you in terms of your life expectancy, uh, but it really can limit you in terms of how it may impact you and being able to physically do things in life. Do they know how people contract myasthenia gravis? No, there, right now there really is no um, idea of how someone would end up contracting the disease. Uh, and again, um, unfortunately right now there is no cure, uh, but organizations like Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western Pennsylvania, that's truly what our mission is, is to support those individuals, uh, provide education not only to them, but to their families, uh, their healthcare professionals that, that care for them uh, to really make them have the highest quality of life possible, you know, while they're managing the disease. Is there a gene component? Is it inherited? Is it contagious? It's, it's definitely not contagious. Um, you know, it... it um, uh, in terms of genetic, uh, you know, we, we don't um, necessarily look in, in that direction, uh, but, there, you know, the, it, it can strike anyone really at any time. So there could be a, a genetic could component, be like but they I just said, don't know yet. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's something, you know, that um, still trying to make that determination. Now, how, how common is it? Is it? You said it's a rare it, disease. Yeah, it's so. considered a rare disease, uh, so it would impact uh, about – out of a population of 100,000, about 30 individuals. So um, it would be considered a, a rare disease for sure.
We're talking to Jim Joyce of the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit some of their uh, fundraisers that are coming up uh, next month. They've got a memorabilia. I was going to say sports memorabilia, but you said you're expanding it this year. We are expanding it uh, to a lot of different things. Again, um, had, a, had a great uh, response to our sports memorabilia auction, uh, but you know, we, we definitely wanted to you know, widen that net a little bit, uh, get some items that if someone uh, may not be a, a sports memorabilia collector, uh, still may want to be involved with this auction. Okay, but last year you blew me away with some of the things that you had on your auction last year. Um, what are some of the sports memorabilia you're, you have this year? Well, um, we're, we're definitely, we're still building uh, the auction template, um, okay. but uh, we're planning to have a lot of different uh, sports memorabilia, uh, not only from the local teams, but we're trying to get some national okay, uh, flavor well, uh, as well. I know that some of these items may not be replicated this year, but yeah. what are some of the items you had last year? Sure. Um, we had uh, last year uh, Troy Palomalu signed uh, helmet. Um, we had uh, jerseys from um, many different Steelers, uh, Penguins, Pirates. Like we had a, um, a, a Geno Malkin jersey. Uh, we had a Pete Rose signed baseball. Uh, a lot of different items that uh, people really um, – you know, we're excited to see we were able to get a hold of for the auction. All right. So when is the auction going to be slated for? Online? Yeah. So it uh, is scheduled to start at 8 a.m. on uh, September 23rd, and then it will run through 8 p.m. on September 28th. So we wanted to give people plenty of time uh, to bid on these items, to go in, take a look. Uh, so we wanted to make it like a four, five, six-day auction so they have plenty of time. They don't feel like stressed or, or pressured to get on there in one day. Uh, so we'll be running it uh, from uh, September 23rd through September 28th. I'm going to warn you, though. I bid early. And, that, and I thought, okay, I'm locked in. I'm going to get this. And the, I waited too long. And missed out on all the items I bid on. So you snooze, you lose. And I'm not going to make this mistake this year. I- well, and we're actually adding a, a new component that will help um, individuals like yourself who may have lost out last year. Um, this year, we're actually working uh, to have an online auction where when you register, you can sign up for alerts. So um, if you sign up for an alert on an item and you place your bid and you get outbid, you'll receive an email telling you that you're outbid. So so uh, you can place that bid early, and then you know you can just sort of uh, wait and see. If you don't get that email, you'll know that you're actually winning that auction. Uh, if you are outbid, you'll get an email saying that uh, that you know if you want to bid more, you can, but you've been outbid on that item. All right. So was last year your first online auction? It was correct. We we put it in place. Um, we had to cancel a lot of our in person fundraisers because of COVID. Uh, so we decided to go with an online auction uh, just to allow us to um, continue to do some fundraising uh so that was the first year that we offered that all right so now we're we're talking about this year it's going to start on uh, september 23rd uh we talked about the sports memorabilia but this year you said you're expanding uh, into other items can you get into more of what you have sure are, are offering absolutely on this year's auction yeah like i said we're still in the process of putting all the items together but i'll give you some categories okay. that we're looking all at right, that's good. Uh, so in addition to the sports memorabilia as you'd mentioned um, we're going to be doing uh, different pieces of jewelry uh, we're going to have uh, mu- movie and music memorabilia this year uh, we're actually going to have some different travel packages uh, for different places uh, across the country um, we're going to have some gift gift baskets uh, some home decor uh, and much more. So we figured also um, with the holidays coming up, uh, this may be a great idea or a great way uh, for people to maybe start some of their holiday shopping a little ahead of time, uh, help out a great cause, uh, but then also expand you know the ability for them to see a lot of different things that they could be bidding on. 
We're talking with Jim Joyce of the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. He's talking about their their online auction that is coming up in September on the 23rd. Uh, but we briefly mentioned just a few minutes ago, you also have something coming up in October, which I'm all in on. It's the uh, Halloween mini golf outing. I love this idea. I think that's such a creative way of uh, not only you know you know spreading the word on what you guys do, but uh, you know coming up with um, you know the the money that you need, but also a fun night. It, this is fabulous. So tell us about the mini golf outing. Yeah, we're really excited about this. And, and one of the things uh, that I'm most excited about is we really are looking at this as a way for an entire family to get involved. Uh, so many of our things maybe get a little bit geared more towards adults. Um, we would love to have uh, a lot of kids at this. Um, we do have a Halloween theme, so uh, we're hoping we get a lot of costumed golfers that day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so w- it's going to take place on Saturday, October 16th, and that's going to be at Glen's Flo- Frozen Custard in Springdale, Pennsylvania. And basically, uh, it's going to be $35 per golfer. Uh, what that would include, we're having a pre-event breakfast. So when you're getting registered, we're going to have breakfast for you there. Uh, we'll have 18 holes of golf. We're going to do a post-event tailgate luncheon. Mini golf. Mini golf. There you go. <laughs> 18 holes of mini golf. Uh, we're going to do a uh, post-event uh, tailgate luncheon. We'll, we'll give awards. Uh, and then we're also, uh, all registered people will get a T-shirt and then also a Halloween goodie bag. So uh, for your $35 donation, you're going to get a lot of fun things that day. Uh, we're going to feed you really well. And, uh, again, we're also going to give prizes not only for uh, the best golfers, mini golfers, uh, but we're going to give prizes for the best costumes and things like that. So we really uh, want to make this a fun day. Uh, and I- I'm sure uh, if you get involved, and we're going to have a great time. And it's an early start. Right. Yeah, it's going to start. Uh, registration will be at 8 a.m. Again, so uh, you come get registered, uh, have a little bit of breakfast. Uh, the mini golf will start at 9, and we're actually going to run this like a, a regular golf tournament. Uh, so we'll have uh, four golfers per hole. Uh, so we have uh, room for 72 golfers. So this is something you, if you're interested in, you definitely want to get registered early. Uh, we have room for seven. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And that'll probably take place from around uh, 9 a.m. to 11. And then we'll do that uh, post-event tailgate party around 11 a.m., give out the awards, and uh, just have a lot of good interaction with everybody who came that day. Are you going to have a best costume award? Yeah, we're going to do best costume. Uh, We'll probably uh, maybe have some, uh, maybe if we get a team uh, that is in costume, maybe we'll do best team costume. Uh, But then again, uh, best golfer, best team golf score, that kind of thing. All right, so we're going to be talking a little bit more about their mini golf outing and uh, their online auction uh, coming up in, in just a bit. We're talking with Jim Joyce of the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. So let's let's talk about your association. What I know from our previous conversations, you have your here in Western PA, but you have a very large area, don't you? Yeah, we have a, a very big geographic footprint uh, in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, we cover uh, 26 counties in Pennsylvania, so really, um, you know, 
everything uh, really east of Johnstown, probably, um, north and south. Uh, but then we also cover uh, many counties in New York, Ohio, uh, West Virginia, and Maryland. So um, with a uh, relatively small team that we have together, uh, we do have a very large geographic footprint. And then we also get a number of calls, uh, both you know, across the country, but then also internationally, we get calls as well, where people uh, maybe newly diagnosed, they're trying to find out more about the disease, uh, they'll call us. And although we're not seeing those individuals in person, uh, we provide as much support to those people as we can Just as well. Just give the, the information. If yeah. somebody wants more information, the website is org. That's correct. All right. Uh, so what what else does your association do for somebody who, let's say, is diagnosed and has the disease? Sure. So we actually have a partnership. Uh, it's been a great partnership for many years with the Allegheny Health Network. Uh, so we offer a Mycenae Gravis clinic so that if they are uh, within our service region, uh, they can come and see us in, in, in person. Uh, we have physicians, uh, nurse practitioners, uh, physician assistants, nurses, uh, medical assistants, where they come into the clinic and uh, we can actually help manage uh, their disease, uh, their medications, everything in terms of uh, other treatments they may be receiving. Uh, But we also offer a number of different education opportunities uh, for patients and families. Uh, This year, we really hope to expand that uh, to include healthcare professionals as well. Uh, Because Mycenae Gravis is such a rare disease, um, there there are many professionals out there who may not have ever seen a patient with it or may not totally understand uh, what the disease entails. Uh, So we're also going to try to put together some professional conferences. Uh, probably into 2022 at this point, but definitely um, sooner rather than later. And then uh, we offer, um, hopefully we'll be offering more often now. With COVID, we had to cut back on some of these, uh, some support groups for patients, uh, because every patient is dealing with this a little bit differently. Uh, Sometimes we find it very powerful for people to be able to interact with other people that have myasthenia gravis, uh, hear their stories, uh, hear how they're coping with the disease, and we find that uh, can be very uh, helpful to those individuals as well. So we offer support groups, uh, but again, just the ability for someone to call us on the phone, uh, get more information, uh, get information sent out to them, and really start that conversation uh, so they can have a a much better, much uh, more high quality lifestyle. For somebody who is just tuning in, kind of give us more of the background of what exactly myasthenia gravis is and what are the symptoms. Sure. So uh, again, myasthenia gravis is a a chronic neuromuscular disease um, and and causes serious weakness of an individual's voluntary muscles. So those voluntary muscles would include, um, you know, the ability to uh, walk, talk, uh, blink in some cases, swallow. Um, so it can, you know, those things that um, we sort of take for granted uh, as, as just something that occur naturally um, during our daily lives, an individual with myasthenia gravis uh, may have issues uh, with those types of voluntary movements. Does it affect the, the cognitive process, like the memory and things like that? No, no, it's not, it's not a disease that would impact someone cognitively, although living with all of the uh, side effects of myasthenia gravis uh, could definitely cause stressors in people's lives, which, you know, may, may impact uh, not necessarily their, cogn- their cognitive function, but their, their mental health well-being. Uh, so again, we really want to try to get those, um, those symptoms under control uh, as quickly as possible so they can live a, a high-quality life. Is it an autoimmune disease? Yes, it's, it's actually an autoimmune disease. Um, so, you know, with all the COVID um, issues going on, that was something, you know, we were really stressing to our patients, uh, protecting themselves uh, and, you know, taking all the steps 
necessary to make sure you know they they were protecting themselves from the COVID nineteen pandemic. They, and if you had somebody who contracted COVID. I, what was the effect? Um, you know, very, you know, like like the general population, it, it was different in everyone. Um, that, uh, But you just had to be much more careful, especially um, if someone was having breathing difficulties. Um, that may exacerbate even more as it relates to their myasthenia gravis. Um, so, you know, it, we had, we unfortunately did have uh, some patients who passed away from the disease. Uh, some got sick and they were able to recover. Uh, but again, sort of mirrored the general population. But anytime you have an autoimmune disease... Um, um, you know they are at higher risk in terms of negative outcomes. Uh, so we just stressed uh, throughout the entire pandemic, and actually still going forward, uh, the importance of you know really taking care of themselves, taking proper precautions, talking to their primary care physicians, and determining what the best course of action is for those individuals. Uh, but really, um, you know, trying to avoid as much as possible uh, those high risk situations that may lend themselves uh, to them contracting uh, COVID or really any disease uh, that would cause respiratory type issues. How long have you been with the association and what brought you yeah, so the, uh, um, the I, I've been with the Mycenae Graph Association. It'll be two years in November. Um, and uh, I started in November of 2019. And then three months later, we were smack dab in the middle of a, a worldwide pandemic. But uh, yeah, I came here, uh, you know, I was looking uh, for some different opportunities. Um, and really, uh, when I sat down and took a, a self checklist of, you know, things I, I wanted to do, um, I knew I wanted to work in, in a not for profit sector. Um, but really, enjoyed uh, that education component, uh, fundraising component, and uh, was fortunate enough uh, to be chosen to step into the role as the executive director and uh, have had a a wonderful time, even though um, things have really changed, obviously, uh, with COVID and and how we interact with our patients and and their families. Um, It's been very worthwhile. We have a great team, uh, high-quality individuals, uh, and they're just a, a, a joy to work with on a daily basis. What's your biggest challenge? Um, I think, you know, right now is uh, because it is a relatively rare disease. Um, many people may have heard of it, but really don't understand exactly what it is or, or how it may impact someone. So I think it's that component of really trying to educate uh, the general public at large about what it is and uh, really trying to get people engaged uh, to learn about the disease and to support an organization like ours uh, because because we are small, um, you know, those the that support is very uh, important to us, uh, very imperative to being able to help us advance our mission. Uh, so those are some of the challenges we face on a daily basis. And you're, you're, you just want to educate people on the symptoms, If you know, so if somebody may be exhibiting some of those symptoms and where to go for treatment. And it is a treatable, manageable disease. It's not curable, but it is manageable. Absolutely. Yeah. So we want to you know educate them if they actually have the disease, but also um, just educate the general public uh, that if you know someone is diagnosed or um, they hear of someone with the disease, um, you know, as you said before, it's not contagious, uh, but it will impact maybe someone's ability to um, you know do the things they used to do, whether that be with work or you know personal interactions. So you know, just trying to raise awareness so people have a better understanding of how that may impact um, either maybe a coworker or a loved one and how they can best support those individuals. We've talked about a couple of fundraisers that you have coming up in September and October. Uh, what is that uh, 
money earmarked for? What do you use that money for? So um, we do a lot of different things uh, for our patients. Um, we all the services we offer, um, you know, whether it be through education or um, our outreach advocacy, uh, those are all free services that patients are um, are able to to take uh, part in. Um, so uh, anything we do related to that, uh, we do a newsletter twice a year, uh, again to raise awareness um, for for those individuals. Uh, but then just day to day operations, you know, upgrades to our uh, computer systems, to our um, different equipment that our, our staff may be utilizing uh, to care for our patients. So it really um, goes into our day to day operations, which uh, take on a lot of different um, you know components um, through. Uh, you know, equipment, education, um, just gas money. Jim has a large area to cover. <laughs> well, not me personally. So <laughs> okay. fortunately, uh, fortunately, I'm pretty static in in our office. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is uh, one of those things where uh, because of that geographic footprint, um, you know, we do maybe incur some costs that if we were just covering uh, just maybe one or two counties, uh, we may not have otherwise. All right, we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the online auction. It's going to be in September, starting on the 23rd at 8 a.m. Uh, it was a sports memorabilia o- online auction last year. You've expanded it. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, I definitely want to stress to folks um, that this is something they definitely want to take a look at. Uh, I'm really thinking that this is some. There's going to be something for everyone, uh, you know, and that's something that uh, is very exciting to me. Uh, and being able to put this together, uh, if people want to register, because what we're asking people to do is to register. The registration process is very simple. Uh, it's basically going to take your your contact information, as well as your payment information, and then that gets you the access to the auction. Uh, And there's a a lot of easy ways to register. Uh, The first way would be just to call our office, and our phone number at the office is 412-566-1545. What we can do is send you a link uh, via email so you can register. Uh, but we also, again, because we expanded this auction package this year, we have a few different ways to register as well. The second way will be to text the following word. It would be all one word, fall variety. So it's F-A-L-L-V-A-R-I-E-T-Y to the following number, 802-210-4992. And that will send you a link via text where you can go right onto the auction website. Again, get registered for the auction. And then they can also go to either our Facebook page, which is uh, MGAWPA. They can just search that in Facebook or go to our website, which you had mentioned before, which is www.mgawpa.org. And we're going to have a flyer posted there with a QR code. So they could just scan the QR code into their phone. And again, that'll take them right to the registration website. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to get involved. Uh, we're really excited about that. We're trying to uh, limit uh, or as many barriers as possible for folks that want to get involved. And the other really nice thing that we're going to do is we're going to put together a catalog of all the items that are in the auction. Right. So if someone registers, then we'll actually send you a catalog uh, online, and you can see we'll probably have anywhere from 40 to 50 items in the auction. Uh, you'll be able to see everything that's there, uh, You know, be able to, to quickly get on and bid on those items that uh, you would like a chance to win. All right, we have about a minute left, so let's cover the Halloween mini golf outing that's coming up on October 16th. Yeah, and uh, again, very excited about this. Uh, it's, uh, as you said, Johnny, October 16th. 
Uh, registrations at 8 a.m. Uh, mini golf starts at 9, and then we're having a post-event tailgater at 11. That's going to take place at Glen's Frozen Custard in Springdale. If you're interested in registering or just getting information, uh, give our office a call. Again, that number is 412-566-1545. Uh, it's going to be a great day. A uh, lot of fun, and uh, look forward to seeing everybody there. Jim Joyce of the Myasthenia Gravis Association of Western PA. If you want more information, their website is mgawpa.org. Jim, it was a pleasure meeting you face-to-face, so it was a pleasure, as always. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Johnny. Have a great day. All right, if you have any comments, concerns, or an idea for a future program, please email us from this radio station's website. I'm Johnny Hartwell. This has been Pittsburgh Sunday Morning. Thank you so much for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.